Hello and welcome to the podcast.、Uh, today I am excited to have Linda Zapchenk as our guest. Linda comes to us straight from outside of Chicago. She lives on a farm. She is the mother of two beautiful toddlers. She is a wife. She is a nurse practitioner. She is a primal health coach, and she is a level one CrossFit、um, coach. Linda, it's it's de- I'm delighted to have you here today. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Kevan. It's a pleasure being here. It has been、uh, been wanting to get you on this show for a long time now, and I'm so glad the opportunity came for us to finally be able to connect. I know that you do a lot. You wear a lot of hats, and、uh, we'd love to find out a little bit about how this journey of becoming a health coach started,、um, your background. So, give us like maybe the three to five minute bio. Yeah, absolutely. So, I currently am a nurse practitioner,、um, and I began my career in healthcare, if you will, many years ago. At the young age of seventeen, I knew I had a An idea of wanting to help people, and I ended up、um, in nursing school. Ended up working in the emergency department for many, many years,、um, seeing the sick side of things. And、um, eventually, after many years of watching people's health decline and the ages of illnesses affect people, I decided to venture out into. Preventative measures, and that took、um, quite a long journey for me. I went back, and like you said, I became a nurse practitioner.、Um, but even more so, I had to kind of get out of the conventional education system to really find what I was looking for, and that's where and how I ended up、um, at the Primal Health Coach Institute,、um, learning more of the way that. We were intended to be, intended to exist and live and thrive, and so now here I am with a great deal of knowledge,、um, more ancestral, and again, completely opposite from the conventional wisdom that initially brought me to help people. So now I am able to intervene and keep people away from disease processes and turn their story into something, something memorable. Wow, that's quite quite a story, Linda. So you started your career,、um, and you were a nurse for many years, and、uh, you saw a lot of、uh, sickness in the hospital setting. And、uh, wow, emergency room—that's not an easy place to work. And uh, so, um, and now you know, you obviously you wanted to do more than just sickness care, so you went to a、uh, model of、um, helping people coach coach people on prevention, right, and wellness. Exactly. Yes.、Uh, bringing things back to the basics, the basics of what our requirements as humans are, and again, able to transform people from pill popping, symptom treating, to reversal, and again, prevention. Staying away from disease. Staying away from. Comorbidities and pharmaceuticals.、Um, yeah, so that's that's where that's where things are at now for me. Wow. Yeah. Right. No. That's that's fantastic. I'm really inspired and happy to see that、uh, 
you know, you uh, obviously you saw a problem and you didn't want to um, continue being um, in an environment where it was the same thing over and over and over again. And it's it's so heartbreaking, I'm sure, to see individuals walk into your emergency room and, uh, you know, not, not much you can do for them, right? You're absolutely right. It really did um, become frustrating. And in that environment, there's only so much you can do. I mean, first and foremost, you're literally in, in moments saving lives. So there isn't the opportunity to spend time with my patients and give them the, the education and the knowledge they need. Right. You know, so I felt frustrated doing what I was doing. I felt that I'm, I mean, yes, I was helping people and yes, I was, you know, saving their lives, but I knew that there was a different way to save their life. And I, I needed to get to that point. Um, so, you know, now again, instead of giving like life saving measures like CPR and things like that, I'm able to, to give people the knowledge you know, before they end up in the emergency department to keep them out of that type of situation. Um, again, when it comes to critical illness, that's not going to be like for the motorcycle accidents and that sort of right, thing. Right. Um, which, you know, the emergency departments are flooded with more chronic, uh, acute on chronic illnesses and diseases. Whereas before, you know, back in the day, the emergency departments and ambulances were out there for motorcycle accidents, car accidents and things. You know, it wasn't these just very sick um, medically sick people so um, I'm super happy and feel so empowered to be able to teach people teach people and help people and coach people to basically save themselves and again rewrite that story so that they can have a great quality of life yeah no totally I uh, again I'm just so moved by your choice and your decision you could have stayed in um, the emergency room and and continue to you know work and and earn a great income and uh you know as you said save lives um or help people at least try to save their lives but you saw a bigger problem at hand that bigger problem being that uh, there's emergency rooms really shouldn't be for people with these kinds of chronic conditions and these are for the most part preventable and you notice that and you sought for a solution that would allow you to actually get out and make an impact way before individuals. So for in many ways, you're, you're, an, you're, you're part of the solution of eventually, hopefully being able to get individuals to make the emergency room only be for those kinds of accidents or critical yeah, cases. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. So, trying that is absolutely sure. absolutely no you know and i know there's a lot of health coaches out there who are doing the same thing and that's why i'm so impressed with this profession because um individuals like you are really trying to be part of the solution instead of part of the problem uh, linda what would you say in your opinion is one of the biggest problems and one of the reasons why or many of the reasons why we are you know, as one of the leading nations in the world, we rank so poorly um, in healthcare. Yeah, you know, we really do. I was just looking again at the statistics, and it's like 46% of Americans are obese. One in five children is obese, which just blows my mind. 
um, you know, again, thinking about prevention and what I call early intervention, early intervention to keep people away from um, illness. And I think about my children and I'm like, I have two. (laughs) Bring over a couple of their friends and one of them is going to be obese and that just breaks my heart. It really does. Um, So one of the biggest barriers as Americans um, is is knowledge, lack of knowledge on preventative measures. And that encompasses first and foremost nutrition you know and then again you know incorporating the other things that go along with that stress management and and activity um, exercise one of the other things that I I fear for my children is going into the school system and the fact that they've taken PE gym class there's no gym class anymore wow did you know, is that the same where you're at, Kevin? You know, we do have actually PE. I'm, I'm surprised to hear that you guys have no more gym class in your school district. Most of the school districts in the Chicagoland area no longer have PE or it's optional. Wow. No, that's 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 devastating news for those poor kids. Because um, not all their parents know um, about prevention or health care. A lot of people are not in the field. Wow, I'm shocked. I'm really shocked. I know that definitely some school districts in our neighborhood that um, they have to actually collect funds from the parents to bring in a PE teacher. That that is something that I've heard. Yeah, yeah. That's just because, again, similarly to your district, there's there's sometimes not enough money to hire a um, PE coach. Um, So the schools have to have to decide what to keep and what to cut. Oftentimes physical education and music and arts are the ones that get cut. That get cut, wow. Yeah, wow, yeah, that's disheartening. I, I totally, um, it just it's, makes me sad that yeah. um, our priorities are not about, again, um, it starts with the young, right? It starts with the youth and keeping them it healthy. Does. Yeah. It definitely does, I mean, our children are our future. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Linda, when, when we talked a little while ago, you mentioned to me some personal, a personal story of something that happened in your family with your, um, that was, you know, I, I think also significant in your, in your journey about, about your dad. Can you talk, tell the, uh, our listeners a little bit about, about that? Yeah. Yeah. I would love to. My um, father, who is, uh, by far one of my biggest inspirations and um, my hero, for sure. Uh, the At the age of 50, mm. was diagnosed with prostate cancer, oh. which, um, you know, prostate cancer is usually something that people, they die with, not from. Right. My dad was the exception to that, and although he did well for years, he, at the age of 57, um, ended up passing away from cancer and roughly around the time he was diagnosed and then throughout those seven years where again he was he was overall fine Mm -hmm. Um, the last year of his life it was really bad but um he was another part of my push to on the other side of things i was very again intrigued with his diagnosis at his age yeah. and really started evaluating um, 
the things in our culture and our country and the way that um, we eat, not only the way that we eat, but the, the resources, the sources of our nutrition and our food yeah. really became glaring to me yeah. and alarming. So that was, um, you know, it was devastating, but I have to take away from the loss of my dad, the, the again, the knowledge and the power that I've gained to help other people hopefully stay away from um, those situations. Yeah. Wow, I'm so sorry for for, the, for your loss. That I can't imagine that must have been very difficult at such a young age. You know, that's uh, and that's I don't even think they don't they do much. You know, um, checkups before the age of 50 for particularly prostate cancer. So um, yeah, you're absolutely right. That, you know, nutrition, diet, healthy habits are critical um, in keeping this you know body of ours the only one that we're given. Um, in optimal, you know, shape, so it doesn't succumb to viruses or bacteria or illnesses um, that uh, can, you know, be very, very, very devastating. Absolutely, yeah. So, um, yeah, no, I, um, I can, yeah, totally. Uh, so, regarding um, health coaching, so tell me a little bit, um, what do you love about health coaching is there like uh you know yeah just kind of like that so health coaching um to me is is empowering and it's empowering to me and, and rewarding and fulfilling being able to help people realize that they are so powerful themselves and, you know, again, helping them with their mindset to realize that you can, you can do whatever you want. This is your story. This is your life. You can, you can turn it around. Right. Um, one of my favorites, um, a lot of my clients are people, again, who have been facing illnesses, who are on, you know, medications for numerous different reasons. And... The best part of what I do is when they come to me and they tell me my doctor took me off my blood pressure medication. Wow. They told me that my hemoglobin A1C is normal. I don't have to take these diabetes medications anymore. And and I look at them, I'm like, you realize that you you changed this. You did this. Mm-hmm. You know, and they're so grateful and thankful to me. And I'm just like, you did it. Yeah. You did this. Right. I mean, you know, again, I was able to give you the education and the, and the pieces that you needed, but you changed this. Right. Um, so for me, that is the most rewarding part of everything um, in the health coaching. It's just, yeah, it just gives me the chills. That is, that's beautiful. And, and so, um, so nice that you can make an impact like that. Again, you know, keep these individuals um, out of the emergency room, get them off of their medications, um, just simply by sharing your knowledge and educating them on uh, wellness and what healthy diet means and what physical activity and play play are all about wow right yeah it's, just breaking down those barriers to that, the... that is terrific that is terrific and you guys can do health coaching obviously in individual one-on-one as well as in groups so you can reach even more people right 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 groups groups are groups are great yeah. um yeah because like you said it's the, the more people the better 
Yeah, that is beautiful. Wonderful. Well, you know, I'm um, really, really impressed with what you guys are doing. And uh, so going back a little bit to where you live, I know that you mentioned to me earlier that you live on a farm and you have uh, animals. So just uh, share with us uh, what you guys have and what you're what you would like to do someday. Yeah, so um, again, I'm in Frankfurt, just about 40 minutes south of Chicago, and um, the farm is something fairly new, um, but we bought this property with the intentions of turning it into like a regenerative um, farming, you know, kind of re reframing, revamping the farming um, in, our, in our culture. So we currently have... Um, chickens, 20, no, I, I'm sorry, I have to increase that number, I forgot, I just mm -hmm. uh, gained 17 chickens, Wow. 21, so what does that put in that? 38 chickens and 5 ducks. Wow, that's amazing, they sure did grew since the last time we spoke. <laughs> I know, I know, that's why I said, hold on a second, literally yesterday I picked up these um, chicks. So wow, how fun. I don't know if this happens out by you, but in the springtime around here, it's very common for schools and libraries and different like nature centers to hatch chicks. Uh-huh, right. Yeah, so um, there was a, a library in Bensonville, um, which is near and dear to my heart because that's where my father worked, was oh, in Bensonville. So I, I felt see. very inclined to take their offer, mm. um, take their chicks from their hatching project. Wow. So that's where the 17 new chicks came from. They're currently um, they're a week old. Oh my goodness, wow, how yeah. fun. <laughs> how fun. Your kids must be in, yeah. in kid heaven as far as, you know, oh, chicken heaven. Yeah. Chicken heaven, exactly. <laughs> That's beautiful. And I yeah. know you said you have some plans possibly in the future to um, make your farm, you know, open potentially to other people, right? Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. So, you know, we, we want to expand, we want to grow. We have uh, 15 acres to do that on. So, um, the plan is to get some pretty significant gardening going. Um, also, we would like to some cows. And then my idea is to turn this into a place for people to come and explore and learn cultivation, raising animals. You know, again, where does your food come from? Mm -hmm. What, do we, you know, how are we supposed to, you know, nourish our, our, our soil, our animals. Right. It all, it all starts there. Um, you know, so everything that I do is organic. We don't use any chemicals. We're not using medications with our animals. And that all, again, goes into the nutrition, into the food that we eat and right. changes the course of our lives. Yeah. So I want to experience all of that, experience the land and nature the positive ions that are out here in the middle of it feels like we're in the middle of nowhere quite honestly right um, so uh, you know soak up nature and and learn at the same time oh my my goodness i am i'm just salivating here at the thought of being able to be on a farm and and enjoy the animals and like you said just the energy the oxygen the the, the ions that's that's yeah sign me up i whenever it opens up i'd like to be the first one to sign up and bring my family over my kids would have such a great time we can't wait to have you that, that would be amazing yeah no i'm uh, i think what you're doing is uh, definitely something that individuals who um you know it not you know, not necessarily about the farm thing but with regards to healthcare prevention 
Uh, I yeah. think everyone should really look into the educate themselves, and if they can't do it, utilize a health coach like yourself to to do the quick, you know, faster approach and faster course of uh, you know just li- literally learning about how to prevent illness and how to eat well and move more. And I think your message is really, really important. And uh, okay. I sh- my hope is that you know this podcast reaches you know millions of people and people are inspired. And uh, when you have your bed and breakfast farm <laughs> type of a situation you know a learning center yeah that that you that you get um you know um lots of people i'm sure will be interested in uh, in applying and and learning and being there wow that's that's just such a beautiful i could see a movie being made even about that yeah that, that. absolutely yeah no i think the world needs more of that you know i literally just yesterday saw that you know organic is the way clearly um usda organic not i learned that non-gmo doesn't mean much it could still have a lot of pesticides and and uh, harmful products uh and organic is is the way to go because uh usda organic at the least and to hear that you guys don't add anything no no dangerous chemicals and your your chicken are probably raised with healthy feed that's um free of anything yeah. bad that's the way to go you know if we want to live um, a healthy lifestyle and be able to stay out of those emergency rooms you know, or even have less of a chance of ending in those emergency rooms that is the, that's the ticket right there absolutely. Yeah. absolutely absolutely linda if there was one message or one thing that you would want to suggest to our audience um like just you know if they didn't take anything away which i'm sure they did Um, is there anything that comes to your mind that you'd like to share with individuals? Something they could do, like starting right away? Yeah. The best diet food is real food. Mm. Just eat real food. That's beautiful. That is absolutely, absolutely wonderful advice. Um, we had Linda Zapchank. And Linda, the best way to reach you is currently via your email. And could you share that with our audience, please? Yes, my email is coachlinda at primedforlife.health. Beautiful. I like that. Coach Linda at primedforlife.net. Was it net? Health. Not health. I'm so sorry. Coach Linda at primedforlife.health. What a what a neat email address. That's awesome. Well, I want to thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day. I know life on a farm is always busy with two little ones running around too. So I'm really grateful to you for taking the time today. I wish you and your family well. And please come back again and be a guest again on a future episode. I will, Kevin. Thank you so much for having me. All the best to you. Enjoy your weekend. Bye. Bye-bye.